Welcome to episode 47 of a podcast with GOAT. I'm your host, Dragoche. Maz is working, but that's okay because I have uh, an interview I've had in mind about doing since I started the podcast. Um, Some things have kind of taken place and things didn't necessarily move the way I wanted them to, but it's finally here. So we got Anthony Passero. 2017 third team all Sunyak conference and last year first team all conference what's going on dude did i get that right buddy yeah Sunyak. but whatever Sunyak. all right fuck no one's counting it's all good no problem thanks for having me yeah um so you and i grew up together like we went through jk to 12b because we were degenerates yeah um but uh, so I obviously know a lot of your story and coming up with these questions was kind of fun. Um, you grew up in a house surrounded by hockey, your dad being a massive name, at least in the Niagara region for hockey. Like he owned the Meteors since like the 80s. Um, he played professional hockey for a few years and then played over in Europe. And your your brother being a few years older, um, what was your earliest hockey memory? Ooh, that's a good one. Um I don't really know like an earliest memory, but I know like just growing up, uh, me and I, my brother kind of, but he wasn't as bad as me. Like we thought we owned like an NHL team and like, <laughs> like I know I didn't like, we kind of still laugh about it. And like, like I thought, and like, I always had the boys to games and like we had the dressing room that my team used to get dressed in here and there. And, and on, honestly, to a certain age, like I thought we owned the arena. <laughs> but then then one day one day that came crashing down on me that no no that's a, that's a town thing nothing to do with us but i mean i think for for me like the best part was just every saturday night like me and my buddies from age five to jesus 18 had something to do like we went to games and we were there for the hockey but it, it was also a social thing and i'm sure you you got to a few yourself yeah when i was a and, kid uh, i had season tickets to the meteors it was something <laughs> I go. did with like my a whole bunch of my family. We went almost every Saturday. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it was cool. And and then uh, when I moved to like to play in Niagara Falls, like I got to bring those guys into it, and that was even better. So, some of them ended up playing for us, which was cool. And then so those would be my memories. And like now, like now that my dad has like passed away, being at the funeral and stuff, like you, I met so many people that were just like knew more about my childhood than I did. Like, oh, I remember you doing this when you were this old, and like stuff like that, and like that's really cool because not everyone gets that and it's all because like because of hockey basically yeah yeah your dad definitely left like a an impact um at, at least in Fort Erie hockey but I would I would assume it goes way beyond that as well oh yeah for um sure. something I I wanted to touch on a little because I don't think you knew this um but and it's kind of good that we're gonna open up this way my when when my dad was sick um, we had just moved back from Hamilton and you and I had an English class together mm-hmm. and you helped me Anth, more than you ever know. Um, there was a few times you picked me up and drove me to school or you drove me home and um, just the opportunity to hang out with you took my mind off things and um, I still think about you know, that stuff and, and what you did for me. And I don't know if I ever really thanked you for it. So um, this is probably a great opportunity to do that. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for sure. That, that's cool. No problem. Yeah, I remember those rides. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were like, we grew up, we were different, played different sports, but we always got along. And I think your dad, like for even like, like we, like the boys still see him, like me, Cole, her and Thompson, like 
and it's like he's like one of our dads too so it's like he's just well he's the nicest and happiest guy in the entire world so <laughs> he's he's hard not to put a smile on your face so i mean yeah that was probably easy for all of us to to yeah. be there for you yeah well you guys were fucking awesome um one thing dad wanted me to mention and i, I don't know if you you know what i'm going to talk about but dad and i went to one of your games and he was taking pictures and it was probably one of the coolest moments i think i had ever witnessed in sports as well dad and i were sitting in it well it would have been the offensive zone for you guys and there's a face off and you pointed up at us and you said watch and you won the draw and someone passed you the puck and you literally netted right in front of us <laughs> yeah it, i remember that <laughs> it was it was fucking incredible when i told dad i was having you on the pod he's like you absolutely have to bring that up even he still gets blown away by it it was the fucking coolest thing ever dude yeah, you guys were up by like by our bench in that yeah. corner. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so you 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 mentioned how you know you played forty year minor hockey, like travel for a bit. Then you you move up to Niagara Falls and you go play AAA. Um, what was that like? When like now you kind of moved away from home and not you know the boys you kind of grew up with and you're at school with all the time aren't necessarily around you all the time. Did you find that difficult? Uh, I did. I mean, it was like, I had some, I'm still friends with like the guys now. So like that was tough, but I mean, the guys that like I went to in the falls, um, there was like a core group there that like welcomed me right away. And, um, I'm still, they're still like my best friends today and which is cool. I think that made it easier. The toughest part was like, I think at first there might've been like a few hard feelings yeah. that I left and like, but that's how it goes. Like, I mean, the year before we lost another kid and I think, uh, we were kind of bitter about it, but it's like, it's not about you. It's more about what that, like, it's just a different path that they're going to take. And that was, that was me. Like my dad was trying to get me to go <clears throat> to AAA for a while. And I just never wanted to leave. Like our team here was gross. And we had like, <laughs> we had a, we had a lot of fun and like, I'm a homebody. Like even to this day, like everyone laughs, like I, I hate leaving Fort Erie. So, um, I went the year before to AAA just to AP and I loved it. Like I, I was like uh i was pretty good like i was on like i was in their top six and we were doing well and i was scoring goals so then the next year like i had to go like it was a no-brainer and i went and it's yeah i missed the boys and i mean i got to come home and tell them all about it and a couple of them came with me though like i think my first year compson and uh majors came with me so that made it a lot easier and uh yeah we just went from there yeah, and like not to name drop, but that team did have some stellar players on it. That uh, AAA team, no, the uh, AAA team. You guys had a few Division One hockey players, right? Yeah, now we do, but at the time, I, I don't think stellar was the word. We were like, we were. I don't want to say the bad news bears, but we were going out <laughs> and like, like one night we were trying to play like the Globe Trotters, and the next night we were like slap shot and we were trying to kill people, and so like it was fun. Like that's another thing I learned, like being there because we had different coaches and like we just learned so much and um so many different personalities like like niagara falls is like completely different it's like a different continent compared to fort erie and like the way people are and it's like we were we were bad like we were we couldn't get it together like we were but we had a lot of fun and like there was games where like we had like 70 penalty minutes and you'd think we won the cup and we if you look up we're down seven rip like but i mean now nowadays yeah like like we had like like i could name drop a bit like we have harps harps just got traded to the leafs which is huge and then yeah, it is huge. um 
Curran, Pereira, Marino, they're all D1 hockey players. Curran actually playing pro now, which is... Is he really? Pretty, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just left. He signed a contract in England, which is that's unreal. That's fucking he's, awesome. Yeah, his dad's from England. Is he so playing over in Cardiff or where over there? He's in Coventry. Coventry, okay. Sweet. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it's exciting. And um, Jesse's playing D1, Kyle, like, and we're, like, that's our core group. Like, that's who we hang out with. So, it's cool. Like, now, like, everyone kind of laughed at us back then because we were brutal. But now, like, <laughs> we're 24 and we're all still playing in some like facet of the game which is pretty sick yeah it's pretty sick um now was it at all discouraging maybe when you didn't get the the call that you've been drafted to the o like did that affect you in any way or was it was it something that you just you weren't necessarily you didn't care about yeah i mean i think it's it's easy for me to say i didn't care about it but I mean, we all, everyone wanted to get drafted. Like, it didn't sure. matter, like, where you played. Like, it'd be just cool to see your name, like, on that screen. But, I mean, my dad kind of set me up for it, and, and I was pretty honest with myself. Like, first of all, our team was bad. Second of all, I was small, and I wasn't the best skater. Like, it just wasn't realistic. And then there's so many rounds in the draft, though, that you might get, like, a hope, like, someone grabs you. And, like, my dad knew a bunch of people, and I don't – but – Realistically, like in my that year, I only talked to two teams, and one of them was from the um, the Quebec League, and I think they were just like pity conversations because like they knew my dad. So, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't upset at all. Like I remember the draft was during three on three weekend, and we all watched it down at Compton's house, and everyone that was there knew that they weren't really going, right? Except one kid, but I won't name his name, and he's still but heard about it to this day. So hopefully he listens, and I can give it to him, but. <laughs> But uh, he uh, or Ben was the only one that got drafted, and I mean, we were we were hundred uh, percent kind of expecting that, and yeah, we all. But kinda... you must have been juiced up for Ben at the same time, right? Like, you guys oh are yeah, all, we... like best friends at the end of this. Like, no, we were for your we were fired up from. We were kind of choked. He missed round three, but I mean, yeah, he got drafted, <laughs> and he. Uh, we were yeah. From there, we were just kind of figure out where like if he was going to make it the next year, or, like. And then for all of us, like I, I knew where I was playing because like we had the team here, but like the other boys, like that's a big, big year in your life. Like you got to figure out like who you're going to trust to kind of take you to the next level. And it was cool for us. I mean, we all had an opportunity, but none of us were good enough to kind of like pick where we wanted to go, you know? So that was cool as well. Kind of had to like, with the exception of me, because I knew a guy, yeah. um, had to, everyone, had, everyone had to earn it really. So yeah. yeah, it was cool. But yeah, we were definitely juice for him and that was sick. Um, do you think, like in the in the grand scheme of things, when you left Fort Erie, you go play AAA in the Falls? Do you think that prepared you for the speed of play when you made the jump to Junior B? Uh, definitely prepared me better. Yeah, I mean, like I could sit here and name names that like guys we played with in AAA, like that were just unreal, and like yeah. they they stepped into the O next year and made impacts, and like they made us look on a nightly basis. But I mean we had to learn how to try to stop them, like stop the bleeding, like, yeah. like not, not letting guys get their third goal in the first period kind of thing. And like, it's, uh, so when you get to junior B, like the biggest difference there, especially at the time where I went in, it's a lot different now. So that's almost, it's probably like eight or nine years ago that league was tough. Like it was like, it wasn't as tough as it was like when I was growing up watching, but it was tough. And like, so when you got in there as a like young 16 year old, like you were getting ran and you were getting like, and we were a young team here in Fort Erie too. So 
it was different. Like, I mean, speed wise, I think we were okay. Cause we were all good skaters. Like, like my group of friends, like we stepped in that way fine, but it's like, it's the strength. And like, you go in front of the net with a D man. And like, I remember this kid on Welland pushed me out to center ice from, from the crease once. Like I slid all the way out to center and holy I was like, holy shit. shit. Like, what am I doing? But you're and, like, playing men at that point too. Like you're a 16 year old oh, yeah. kid and you could be playing overage guys that are 20. Oh yeah, they're twenty and they're yeah full time jobs, smoking cigarettes back then. Like, you know, <laughs> like it was, it was just way different. But it was cool. I mean, I loved it, and I was lucky. I had my brother and a couple guys here that like, that uh, we went to high school with. That like really took care of me and showed me how it was. And I mean, but yeah, it was definitely a jump that AAA helped me for. But they don't like AAA can never help you with that strength because yeah. guys don't have it. Yeah. And that's a great point you made. I do remember junior B hockey, like watching it when we were kids. And that league was like the fucking Wild West. Oh, yeah, it was nuts. Right? And you're right. It has done a complete change. Um, yeah. So in 2012, it seems like you started to really find your place in Junior B. Um, you maybe adapted to the speed of the game a little better and probably came into some strength and put some weight on. You also found the box a bit with 121 penalty minutes. Um, mm-hmm. And then you, sus- you you take this dirty hit and you sustain a massive head injury and it it kind of um, stops your progress, at least in that season. Because if I remember correctly, you didn't play the rest of that year, right? I didn't play for two years. Okay. I thought you, okay. I, f- I thought you played a little the next year. No, two full years I missed. Holy shit. So do, do you remember much about that game at all where you took the hit? Yeah, right up until I took it. Really, eh? Yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. L- let's talk a little bit about your your journey after the hit. Um, now, being like your brother still would have been on the team at that point. Yep. Um, so, I mean, you know, you're still going to be around all the boys in the team. But was there any like thoughts of doubt that creeped into your head that like m- it's maybe now over because of the concussion? Oh yeah, it was it was tough. I mean, I uh, yeah. So my brother was still here, and like we still had the team, and I think I was one of the captains at the time, maybe. And so I was at the rink every day. Like I never missed a skate, I never missed a a, a game, nothing, a, a meeting. But it's just discouraging, and it's like um, at the time, like my the, like my four best friends that I already mentioned that are still playing, like they were all doing great wherever they were. Two of them were actually in Fort Erie, Ben and the O. Um, Johnny was doing well so like I was traveling around watching them and stuff but if it, like at the end of the night like you lay down and you're like like shit like I'm not doing it and I thought like I was just as good as those guys and then that it creeps in more and like the, your competitive edge like you lose it 100% and yeah. um, it sucked and like I, I I think the thing for me was going to games and watching guys like not take advantage of an opportunity like and like maybe um I don't know, like not respecting the game enough. And like, I'm sitting there and this is very like, it's cliche to say, and like, I sound like an old bag, but like I'm sitting there watching 52 games in a year and like guys aren't trying on the ice. That's what drove me nuts. And I think that's because my dad on the team and like, I care more about this team than, than probably the average guy, which is, I understand like not everyone can care as much as we do about sure. our team. But so that sucked. And I mean, I was, I was, I was pretty messed up. Like I was, um, and I know you had Jared on, I listened to that interview and it, it really gets to you and it makes you like, because like if you break your leg, you might be back in six weeks, three months, maybe even like eight months, you don't know, but you're getting back where this was like, 
I could go to bed fine. And then I'd wake up and I was my, I felt like someone ran me over with a truck. And like, that's like the same with Jared is like, you never know when it's going to get better. And, um, it ruined, it ruined my high school life. Like I definitely, uh, and like when people talk about high school now, like I didn't like high school at all. And it was probably because of that, because like I wasn't like, I had trouble sleeping. So then I would go to school and I was a miserable and I hated it. And I didn't, I don't feel like I took advantage of my high school, um, opportunity. And I mean, it was just, it was a dark time. It just sucked. So, um, I got lucky that I got out of it, kind of snapped out of it, took two full years, which is a long time. Yeah. Especially Um, when you're used to competing and being an athlete, like, yeah. And it's, and the worst part, like you're going to see doctors and you're, you're doing like, you're doing that seems like the, like the, the world tour to someone telling you something different and, and nothing was working. And it was like, I mean, it's, it's tough. And, um, I, I was lucky I had, my friends were like really good about it and, and I got to travel around and watch them play or like at the time I remember Cole, like I was watching Cole play football and you guys, and I was really into your foot. I'm sure you guys remember. I was really into watching you guys play football, but that was it at high school. Like after that, like I was like, I wasn't interested at all. And then, um, but it was, it was exciting to watch you guys and watch my buddies play. But I mean, I'm definitely glad I got back into it. Yeah. And I remember you and I having a conversation where you were telling me like sensitivity to light sometimes is brutal for you and you almost couldn't drive at night. Oh yeah. It was, it was tough. Like driving at night was the worst, but I mean, like even little stuff, like you're in class. Like I remember I say picture being in science and all you do is sit there and take notes for an hour but the like the teacher's got the lights going on and off for the projector and you're like oh, okay pal like let's go here i'm yeah. gonna pass out like <laughs> it's one or the other Fucking <laughs> yeah like it's not like there's guys in here with head problems let's go but no uh it was uh yeah there's just like little things and like i don't know you go to gym class and like what's better than gym class and you're like so you're trying to participate and like have fun with all your athletic friends that we all grew up with and you're like, really like inside i was a mess yeah and like it's it sucked but i mean we got through it and i mean it took a long time but i mean in the end i guess it was worth it i didn't really know anything else that's why it sucks so when you asked if i was discouraged like although like i didn't get drafted to the o and like did i think i was going to play in the nhl no like but i mean all i've ever done was play hockey like when i was like grade nine like i was skating like three times a day like with high school with triple a and then with my dad's team like like that's all we did like that's all you kind of knew and i mean i wasn't good in school like I, I wasn't much of a school guy. I did fine, but I didn't, I mean, I definitely didn't put enough effort in. So I always kind of expected hockey to take me somewhere yeah. that could get me maybe a little bit of school paid for, or maybe anything. And if that, like, if that, uh, was completely cut off that, that would have sucked. So I think that's why I stuck with it. And cause most guys, and I mean, I tell myself this all the time, like I probably should have like two years of your life, I kind of just sat there and did nothing. I mean, most guys would quit and maybe go to university or do something else. And I mean, I don't know why I didn't, but I'm glad I didn't now. Yeah. Like it was definitely the right move. And it's, it's also probably and you know, it's, it's definitely obviously what your body needed. Was there any sort of like false sense of security when it came to getting back out there after you've been cleared or you're feeling better? Like, how long did it take for you for it to click in you in your head that like, okay, I'm not injured anymore and I can do this and I'm not going to get headaches and it's okay. Yeah, it took a, um not as long as you think. I mean, I think because I was out for so long that um, once I got back, like I was just so excited to be back. I remember my first game, like 
we lost and I was the happiest guy in the country. Like I, I was like, <laughs> we played Ancaster. I remember like, uh, it was, it was unbelievable. Like just best feeling ever, but it was, uh, I watched so much hockey in those two years, like at all different levels. And like, I think I learned, I learned so much about the game and I was like, I kind of taught myself not to be put in bad spots and like people might mistake that for being like soft or like not getting into dirty areas. But like, like if you could get the puck in a way where you know, what's, what's next, like, that's what I kind of like pride myself on. And like, I think I learned that by watching games for two whole years. And, um, so I wasn't like, I didn't get out there and I wasn't scared. Like I wasn't like, Oh my, like any, at any point someone can just rock me. And I mean, so I think I was, I, I did a good job of that. There's still times like I've been hit. Um, like I got hit once. I remember my last year and once each year in college now where I thought like, holy, like I was messed up. But then I, I don't know. I snapped out of it. I'll knock on wood here. Cause it's probably uh, going to happen fuck, again. Don't jinx it, kid. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, it's going to happen. Like I, you see it everywhere. Big guys, small guys, it doesn't matter. Like, so the game's too fast. I think, um, so I'm pretty self-aware of where I am on the ice, and I think that allowed me to kind of trust myself out there again. Yeah. Um, so your your second last year in Fort Erie, um, the season maybe finishes up probably too early by your standards. Um, right. But you get an opportunity to go to Aurora and play for the Tigers. And you get uh, you, you AP up there. What was that experience like? It would have been your first time playing for a junior team that wasn't yours. Yeah, exactly. It was uh, it was awesome. So I came back at um, New Year's that year to play in Fort Erie, and like within a couple games, like so Johnny uh, Curran played in Aurora, and like he came and watched me play, and like he kind of just asked me if I wanted to, like be on their AP list, which is like a hope, like. If your team loses, you could come play, but they still might not even want you. Right. So I remember, I remember we went and met with the coach, and he's like, "Well, how the like how the hell do you know if you can even play?" And I was like, well, "I don't know, but let me sign, and then we'll go from there," kind of right. thing. Yeah. And like, I credit Johnny a lot for that. And I went up there, and this team was unbelievable. Like the team they assembled in Aurora was like probably the best team I've seen in in junior hockey. Like they were like they had everything you needed. And um, when I I was our team was like um about to get beat out here and one of their top guy well one of their good players like his spleen spleen ruptured or something come on so so they kind of told me like hey like we're gonna need someone to play like um this weekend if you uh lose and i was like oh i'm in 100 percent." so i went up there and i lived with johnny and uh, another kid from niagara and we uh i just I, it was huge for me because i just got to watch the way guys did things like they were like they had like 10 uh, division one commitments like come to high on oh, like yeah, i like knew they had a team like really poised to go deep and to make a run but i didn't realize it was that skilled oh yeah and i might be underselling it with 10 commitments and like they had like i remember at the time we had a d that was playing so well like the Leafs were there watching them like to bring them to camp and like it was just like little stuff like that and you just learned like and they were pros like they because they were so good during the year i've never played on a team that like was a, a regular season like like first place team never in my life well when i played in fort erie but that was a long time ago like when we were single a <laughs> and um just watching these guys like going out on the ice and just taking care of business and just doing things right it was cool and i i was like a low-end guy in the team like i remember i was just there like to take face-offs like that's all i did 
Like I would go out on the PK, take a draw, and like, fly to the bench, and then someone that could actually play would go out there and do the job. <laughs> so a bit of a but, grocery stick. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. But I, <laughs> but I mean, I got there and I was doing well in the faceoff circle, so I actually played a lot, which was pretty cool. And, That's um, fucking awesome. But I mean, I wasn't a top guy in this team by any means. And then we we went up three nothing in a series, and the team came back four straight and beat us. And it was like. I've never felt like so sick for a group of people in my life. Like these guys, these guys were bound to go to the RBC cup. Like, I don't know if they would have won or we would have won it, but I mean, like bound to go there and we were up three, nothing like had control of this series and like everything that could have went wrong, went wrong. Like we, I, I have stories for days. Like it just, it was crazy. And I, I still bring it up. Like I feel bad for the guys that play there. Cause like this was their chance to win a junior championship. And it just like, we got shit on and I don't know what happened, but it was uh wasn't meant to be but it was cool i learned a lot the coach was a great coach he was like the la kings like skills coach or something and it was just i learned a lot and it was uh like pretty eye-opening for me going forward into my last year junior yeah so you have this incredible experience in aurora like you just mentioned and then it's your overage year to play in fort erie um and holy fuck did you have a season ant uh you put up 83 points and it says 41 games played uh, yeah, found the net nineteen times, and sixty four apples. Dude, that is fucking insane. What clicked that that year? Was it that you were finally the twenty year old where your muscles have now all come in? And <laughs> did the game look slower? Like, like what happened and caused that big jump? Um, I think honestly it was just my lot. Like we played so much. And we had like so much fun. Like, um, I remember we were the 20 year olds. We knew it was our last year. Like no one on my team wanted to go play afterwards. And I was thinking about it. I wasn't even, I didn't even know if I was going to be able to. And it's a your last year playing hockey. You've done it for 15 years. Right. So I remember, uh, like my left winger Holden, um, Garland, he was a lacrosse player. His hands were sick. And like, he would just score goals at will. Like, yeah. And nobody knew he was going to be able to do that, and he did it. And, I mean, we joke about it to this day. Like, he was literally just a lacrosse player on skates and just buried, and it was fun. And, like, we had fun doing it. Like, our power play was unreal, and we were winning games. And, I mean, it just had a lot of fun. And we were in our hometown. We had a lot of 40 guys. Um, and every night, was just it was just fun. And, like, we were playing games hungover. We were playing – like, it was just, like <laughs> – it didn't matter and we were just having fun and as long as we were winning or, or making games like enjoyable and yeah. we did it and like i remember at the trade deadline i had a chance to go to like one of the top junior a teams in canada and i should have went to this like now i don't regret it because of where i am like I, i'm happy about it but i mean at the time like i should have had my bags packed and left and i remember um mac Pacero, and I, I think it was civ took me to Denny's for breakfast and just made me feel like a piece of shit for leaving. <laughs> I was like, it was bad, man. It was like, it was Sunday, it was Sunday morning. And then Sunday night, I was like, nope, I'm going, I got to go. And I had like all my stuff in a laundry basket, like folded up. I was ready to pack it. And like these guys come over and like dumped it all out and like started like, like brought a case of beer over and I was like, oh my God. And then next thing you know, like the next day the deadline was over and I was still in Fort Erie. So I, uh, at the time it was probably a regret, but I ended up having like, it was the best year of my life. Like hockey wise, it was so fun. Like, and it um, was pretty known that Saturday nights got pretty lit after a home game. Oh, we did. Okay. Yeah, we did okay. 
Sat- yeah. Well, the worst part that year was it, it was Wednesday nights, Thursday nights, Saturday night. It didn't matter. It was like, <laughs> oh my god. But it was like it was all my best friends from Fort Erie playing on the same team. Like you can't really beat it. And um, it would have been like you guys when you were twenty, bringing back all your best friends from football and just throwing a team together. Like that's literally what it was. Yeah. And um, and you so, guys were winning a bit that year. No, we were good, and yeah. we we went to playoffs, and like I think we got favored over the Falls in the first round. And we lost. Um, they were just more mature than us. They were they were probably a little better than us. We were more skilled, but so they beat us. So that w- that really sucked. I mean, it would have been nice to win a, a round at, like for Fort Erie, but I mean, no like no regrets at all. Like we had so much fun, and um, I think we were pretty was, fortunate that it was kind of a rekindling of the kids you would have played with before you left for AAA. That's yeah, exactly. So right? that's like, I mean, you had her and Civi. Yeah. Uh, um, who else do we have? We had well, even like Mac Becerro, yeah. um Bryce Martin. He was he was a couple years younger, but he was one of us. And I mean, Holden coming down from Thorold, that was just cool. And then we were fortunate; like my dad had a team where we could do that. Like not everyone gets that chance. Was Marino that. with you guys that year too? Uh no, he was gone already. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, who but else? Still, do we you had, have? You had what? Siv shutting down the blue line. Oh, Siv had, Siv had the year of his life. Oh, I know. I he was he, laying body the whole nine. Kid was a fucking animal. I think he almost scored a goal, too. <laughs> no, um, no, it was great. I mean, and I was lucky that uh, they were here. And we still talk. We still have stories. Like, people kind of laugh. They're like, what, what is wrong with you guys? We're like, oh, we don't know. But it's pretty cool. Okay, so the season finishes. Did you have – you talked about the trade deadline and how you weren't sure what was going to go on after. <laughs> So, how did Buff State happen? Um, was did you reach out to them? Did they reach out to you? And kind of how did this all take place? Yeah. So my last year, I mean, I always had a dream of playing D one hockey. Like since I was like before the OHL draft, like I thought it was. I think D one hockey is amazing. It's really cool. And then my buddy started committing there, like Johnny and Jesse and Kyle, and I was like, like fuck, I, like I have a chance here. It's going to be hard from junior B, but I have a chance, and I was doing well. And I started meeting some people and I talked to a couple schools, but like it was like light stuff and like, but I still had my, my sights set on it. Like I really, really wanted to play division one hockey. So then like, I remember Buff State emailed me like, I want to say mid year and I didn't even answer them, which is like looking back on it now, I was like so bad. I would never tell any kid, <laughs> like at least like just say like, oh, well, no thing. Like something. Yeah, considering I considering other options. Or, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know. I just, I think I was so narrow minded on what I wanted to do that I was like, ah, whatever. And um so the year ended and i didn't have anything like i didn't talk to because d3 schools don't really reach out to you like uh division or to junior b guys like if you call them like they'll come watch or like they'll be like oh yeah but they don't really reach out but buff states like right across the border so it's yeah. like pretty so they did come and watch and then so it was like i want to say june and i still had nothing and i was like okay like be real with yourself like there's no I'm not going division one. Like there was one team that I was going to be able to walk on to, but that's hard to do. Yep. And like you're paying, you're paying full pop and like, you might not even make the team. So you got to be realistic. So, so I called their coach up upstate and he's like, Oh God, he's like, I haven't heard from you in six months, but uh, he's like, come for a visit. So I went over there. It's like seven minutes from my house. Like, you know where I live. It yeah, literally it's takes perfect. seven. Yeah. So I got there and it was, it was a good spot and I liked it. And I liked that I could live at home. And like, like I said, I'm a homebody. So I ended up committing to go there and, then that's that uh two years of my life started 
Yeah, but you had you had a pretty incredible two years. I mean, your first year as a freshman, you played twenty seven games, nine goals, twenty assists. So I mean, you you averaged over a point a game, um, and you made the Sunyak <laughs> third team all conference. So what was that like as a freshman? I mean, you just walk on and put up like what like over a point a game. Like it it must have felt like a bit of like 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 you were destined to kind of be there. Uh, yeah, that was fun. That was a great year. Um, we, so I got there. I remember getting there and I was a pretty shy kid. Like I know you don't probably don't think so. Cause I'm a loud mouth, but like I was, I'm not the best at like I got there and I, I don't like making new friends. Like I have my friend groups at home and like I find myself in like new people around. Like I'm not really myself. And I was like, I wasn't like, not that I wasn't fitting in, but I was like quiet and I was in the background and like they brought in some guys that like scored like, 45 goals in junior leagues or like they had like a couple like we brought in a kid from switzerland that was really good and like um it was just intimidating we had a couple like our senior goalie was a stud and like like the whole nine yards so i remember getting there and i was really nervous and then we got on the ice and i'm not the best practice player and like in college hockey like practice is probably more important than games and, really now why do you uh, think that is well because like if you think about it you have a like some teams that like last year we had a 34 man roster wow. so you get out and practice. If you're a freshman and you haven't played a game yet, like your only chance to show a coach what you can do is what like, is in practice, right? So I remember getting above state and guys are like warming up for practice or like getting taped, and I was like, oh my god, like what's going on here? <laughs> I'm used to playing games hungover in Fort Erie. Like, yeah, what like, the fuck like, is going on? Yeah, I'm used to playing like I'm used to playing cards before the game. You got, <laughs> like it, you know what I mean? So no. So anyways, I get there and I met a, like the guys were great. Like it was it was really cool and like they took me in really well and. So I ended up uh, getting in the lineup the first game and I scored and that was like the best feeling ever. It was like the weight like of the world off your back and it was really good. And then from there, like I, I was playing with a senior and we kind of found like our, our uh, stride together and it was just good. And I, and like once the hockey started, I started getting like accepted like more and more each, like each week I'd say. And I just had a good year. I mean, I was playing on the power play and, um, I was playing with a kid that could score goals and I liked to pass and I mean, it kind of just worked out and I had nothing to lose. Like I, a lot of guys had like more expectations going in there. And I think the coach kind of brought me in as just like a hope, like, ah, whatever, like we'll bring this junior B kid in from Fort Erie. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, well, he's still here kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And I ended up getting there and I had a great year. I had a lot of fun and, um, yeah, I mean, uh, by the end I, I put up some numbers, which was really cool. Yeah, and then you stayed consistent. So year two, you go back, you play twenty six games. Um, you didn't find the net as much, only seven goals, but you did have an assist more than the season prior. So you still averaged more than a point a game. Um, what was the big difference between freshman year and sophomore year? Uh, I would say, like expectations. So like you put up like numbers like that your first year. Like that next year. Like, you got to be better. And, I mean, it was just from day one, like, the feeling wasn't right for me. Like, I don't feel like, I mean, I still, yeah, I put up a point a game. Like, if you look at the numbers, you'll probably be like, oh, like, that's still good. Which well, it was, but, it like, at the same time, like, I still didn't feel myself. And it was just, like, it started, like, going downhill. And I wasn't having fun at all, like, playing. Like, I had fun off the ice. Like, same thing. Like, the boys were great. Had a lot of fun. And. I mean, I just wasn't, I got named assistant captain like a month into the season and 
it just started like it just got started going downhill. It wasn't like the experience I wanted it to be. And then like there was this kid on Geneseo that I was kind of like head to head with the year before. He did better than me, but I mean, and then like the second year, like he just he just kept getting better and better, and I just felt like I wasn't at all. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? And like I remember the year before and like in junior, like I loved practice, like I loved being on the ice, like having fun, like stay out late. And like my second year, I noticed like I didn't want to, like, I was racing to get off the ice kind of thing, you know, and like, that's not me. And I hate guys that do that, but it's like, that's how it was. And it started going downhill and uh, me and the coach weren't really seeing eye to eye. And I mean, that kind of started the, probably the reason why I moved, but it was, uh, it was a good year, but it just wasn't like the most fun year I'd say. Okay. So let's talk about the move. Um, being, that the NCAA has a shit ton of rules. How tough was it in order to talk to other schools, to find out if there was interest, and then eventually make the move? Yeah, it's not as tough as you think. Like Division One's different because you have to redshirt, but in D3 you don't. So um, I remember coming home and like my dad was always saying, like, if you're not happy, like go somewhere else, like do or like do something else. Because if you're like. I'm going to be in hockey probably forever. Like we have this team here and like, I'm going to always have my foot somewhere. But he's like, if you're going to start like to hate the game, like you got to make a move, you got to do something. And I was always like, no, nah, like I'm the type of guy that just stick it out, get my like degree here. And then I'm done. Like I'm, I live at home. Like it was, that was good. But, and then one day, like I, uh, my, it was this kid I know on Oswego. He, uh, I grew up playing with him triple A and I messed him a happy birthday and uh, like on instagram i think it was during three on three so you probably know the state i was in yeah absolutely and, fucking ever and uh he had like thanks man like kind of hope all is well and i i think i messaged him again and said like like i want to be a laker and he kind of messed me back he's like he's like well i'll talk to the coaches and then he ended up going in and talking to the coaches and um like they're not allowed to talk to me like that's the ncaa rule but like i'm allowed to talk to uh um him so like there was no like it was all good, but I didn't talk to the coaches at all. And then, so then you go about like you have to like email some director, and then it's all. And then you kind of got to do it within a month before your coach at the other school finds out. Oh, shit. so like okay. it's kind of like a sneaky process if you're trying to sneak it. And like at the time I was because I didn't know if that's what I wanted to do. Like I still had to find out like what Oswego is about, how many guys they had. Like I wasn't going to go to a team where I wasn't going to play. Right. Right. So we ended up like getting it going. And I remember like, I was so scared and nervous and my captain up buff state the prior two years, like he, he was really like helping me with it and like not pushing it, but he was like, he knew how unhappy I was. So he was like, he was like pretty critical in like the decision-making and, uh, he, uh, so he was helping me. And I mean, so once I was like eligible to get in contact with the Oswego coaches, like it was like a no brainer from the first conversation, like just like, He's an amazing person and like just a great guy, like family oriented and which is all like I'm about and yep. it was cool. And um it just started like the chips started falling into place and next thing you know I was transferred and like so you gotta kinda call your coach and tell him what's going on and then then you're on a new team. It was Probably wild. An, a bit of an awkward conversation too. Um yeah, it was I mean, it was different. I uh I didn't know how it was going to go, but I mean, if you're going to make a decision like that, you, you got to be a man and kind of face the face the music. So I did. I called him, and it was it was kind of exactly what I expected. I mean, he uh, I don't think he was a huge fan of me, and I probably wasn't a huge fan of him. He uh, 
and I think he made that vocal and I made it vocal. So I think it was just better for us not to kind of part ways there. Yeah. Um, well, it worked out. It obviously worked out. You had a, you had a better season last year. Um, you, um, best point total you've put up in NCAA hockey. And you get awarded. You're a Sunyak first all team or first team all conference. Um, so you, you kind of found your groove back. Did it feel good to play that that's the lot their last season? Yeah, that was it was unreal. I mean, it was definitely the best year of um, school hockey I've had. It's just you would have to see it to believe it. Like we're like we're our programs like definitely a division one program. But I mean, I'm not saying our team's division one, but like what what we get and how like they take care of us in our rank, like we pack our barn and the students are amazing. Like we're a buff state, like it's just a different culture. It's a different school. Like you don't really get that. Like it's uh, um, like there's, it just, you couldn't really put fans in the seats, which kind of like it sucks, but it is what it is. Like you still deal with it here. It was just, it was amazing. Like every Friday, Saturday night, you were pumped to go play. And um, we had like great fan base booster clubs. Like our parents were like so into it. Like my dad came to more games in Oswego than he did at buff state in two full years. Like he just loved it. Awesome. He loved coming up to, that's awesome. Yeah, it was wild. And, yeah, so um, was Cheryl, that was cool. Was Cheryl and, Pack in the bus? <laughs> yeah, she made some trips too. <laughs> um, That's awesome. No, yeah, it was good. And I mean, it's just like, it's such a good atmosphere. It's like everyone, like we went to Italy this year and we had like seven or eight booster club come with us. Like they were just all in on our team and there's really no better feeling than that. And uh, so it was good. School's good. It's, it's more, it's kind of the same as Buff State schooling. And so the transition wasn't that bad, but I mean, played with a lot of great players like xd1 guys we have we had a bunch of transfers and then i was playing with my buddy that got me there and it just it was just cool and it was a great year and you were telling me a bit before we started that you guys are kind of geared up this year and you're gonna make a, a decent little run you think yeah i think a lot uh, of guys coming back yeah we got basically the same team we lost four guys um so we have more or less the same team and i mean we uh we have a pretty bitter taste in our mouth. Like I think we let a lot of people down last year and um, we, we lost the two biggest games of our year that could have, could have made us like a, a lot better uh, team or better story to talk about than we are now. So, I mean, we have a, we have a lot of work to do, but I mean, it's not going to come easy. Our conference is pretty tough, probably one of the toughest in uh, division three hockey. And uh, so we got a lot of work to do, but I mean, we're geared up to, to definitely make a push. That's for sure. All right, you got to give me your predictions on the season. <laughs> uh, predictions on the season. I can't. I can't do that. All right, all right, fair enough. I'm I too, respect it. A, I'm way, that was the toughest question I asked you all interview for fuck's sake. I'm, I'm way too superstitious here. I'm going to say something, and the next thing you know, we're, <laughs> the okay. team's going to fold. The team's going to fold or something, right, and we'll then I'm on the hook. There. Um, this is a this is a question I'm actually really excited for you to answer. Um. What do you hope to do after? Like, I yeah, mean, that's a good question. With your dad um, in the meteors, with um, you know, and I and I think you know, you guys have still hung on to the team, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And your brother's now coaching. Um, he's in the NCAA, right? Yeah. 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 So, what's next for Anthony after this year? Um, I don't know. Like, I at first I was. I don't want to say I was done with hockey, but I definitely wanted to, like, I've always wanted to coach. Like I've, I used to coach like when I was hurt for those two years, I coached and I loved it. But so I was pretty much like, like we have guys that on our team that are looking to play pro, like no matter what, like at all costs. And I didn't really want to, 
but then like going over to Italy this past like 10 days or whatever, like I saw like a whole another side of the world and it was like, if I could come over here and play for like even a year and travel, like it'd be amazing. It's something like not many people get to do. Sure. So I'm, I'm thinking about it now, but it's, I don't know. It's kind of like, it's a, it's a week after. So it's kind of in the honeymoon phase, right? Like I loved it so much. Right. But like, I wouldn't be able to oh, going over there to make a career. Like the money's not like that, but if I could go over there and, I mean, think about it as like a paid vacation to play yeah. hockey. Like, yeah, for so, like two, even if you did it two, three years. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so we'll see. Like, and I'm Italian, so I could get a passport and stuff like that. So I'm gonna look into that. If it doesn't work out, like, because college seasons are long and you go through a lot of, I'd say, emotions yeah, on the game. Down, sure. Yeah, and like, it's a grind. And I think so. By the end of the year, if I still feel like this, like, I'm definitely gonna try to try to do something in that sense. But if not, I mean come back and i'm gonna um look into my future like what i want to do next and i i mean start coaching here like we're like i'm not gonna we're gonna have the meteors for a long time and we have a lot of support but i mean my dad did so much here that i definitely want to be a part of uh keeping that legacy going and moving players on to the next level as he uh did for 40 years so yeah that's where i'm at right now do you guys have a stat as to how many like your dad probably pushed through how many players? And oh, how yeah, many kids that got an opportunity to play at the next level? Yeah, like, that's it, insane. Yeah, I think yeah. When you brought up like the very first question about my favorite memory, I think uh, that's one of my favorite parts. Is that like I watch guys play now, or even guys that played, or like, and you you feel like you have like a bond with them. Like they might not even know me anymore, but it's just still cool. Like. Um, like you look at guys like Trevor Parks that are like still playing or, um, my, like the Marinos that are playing division one and college hockey. And yeah. What about, uh, Sturts? Sturts. Yeah. So Sturts, was over here the other night, like same thing. Like you feel like you have these connections with them or like, um, this, like this summer I was working with, um, working with someone that he played here and he went on to play in the queue for like five years and like, he could have played pro easily, but I mean, just not the path he wanted to take and. I mean, it's just cool. You have that bond. Like, you first of all, you're a meteor, just like they were, and then, like, your dad was the one that like, kind of helped them. Not, and and he would never say like he got them to where like, like, where they go. But I mean, gave gave a lot of people a chance. And like, I think the the best thing about Fort Erie is like you you, and even guys you know like played here that would have probably never played junior hockey anywhere. Correct. But they got a chance. They got a chance, and who knows? Maybe they played ten games, or maybe they played. 150 and are still playing it doesn't matter but i think that's cool and i think that's something that me and my brother have to like really take to, into consideration and um, make sure we continue it going forward buddy you fucking crush this um and you just you gave a great interview i'm i'm so happy that i was able to finally get you on and we were able to um talk about everything that's gone on um I would love to. Or I would like to wish you the best of luck for the next season. I hope you guys go deep and make a hell of a run. Um, I would. I'm probably going to try to come. You guys play Buff State in Buff at Buff. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you the date. I would love to come and watch that. I feel like that would be uh, quite the game. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to shout you out on the Instagram and dude, just thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it and. Uh, the boy, we I was telling the boys I was coming on, like Cole and Hearn, and then they're they're fired up, and uh, maybe one day we'll do a group one. Yeah, tell good, I would tell I some would good stories. Love to get to, but I we got to do that in person. We got no, to wait. We got to yeah, wait till yeah. everyone's home, 
and it's gonna we'll be live in my basement. Exactly, and we'll sit down with a case <laughs> of Bud Light, and there you uh, go. We'll we'll have a few pops while we do it, and we'll talk about uh, just we'll just bullshit a little bit, and we'll have a fucking blast. But yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, thanks for having me on, though. We're uh, we're happy for you. This is pretty cool. We listen a lot, but uh, thanks for having me on. It's exciting. No problem, buddy. All right. Uh, have a good one. All right. Say hi to your old man for me. I will for sure, and say hello to your family too. All right, buddy. All right.